0: Hello, I'm Richard Murphy. I'm Professor of Accounting Practice at Sheffield University Management School and the author of the Funding the Future blog. This is The Account, a podcast about how we sort out our economy so that we can fund that future. I was told I was a bit of a geek by a journalist on a newspaper this week. I accepted the accusation It was, of course, why she was talking to me. Being a geek is, in my book, no bad thing. In this case, the accusation arose because I was discussing the interaction between macroeconomics, microeconomics and accountancy. Now, macroeconomics relates to the economy of a country as a whole. Microeconomics looks at the affairs of individuals and firms, and accounting is all about how we record what has actually happened in an economy. Well, except, and I have to be candid about this, that is not really what accounting does these days. Only a week or so ago, I was talking to the finance director of a quoted company, whose gripe was that the accounts that their company was required to present to financial markets gave a view of its affairs that were so different from its management accounts that they found it almost impossible to equate the two. Their concern was that so many of the numbers in the supposedly true and fair accounts that the auditors were willing to sign off were, well, made up on the basis of economic formulas and what they considered to be unreal assumptions, so that all sense of reality had been lost in what remained that the markets had to use. Now, I think that matters. When finance directors don't recognise their own companies within the accounts that they have no choice but sign, then, unsurprisingly, the risk for investors grows considerably. No wonder we've had so many companies fail in recent years, very soon after their auditors have signed their accounts off as true and fair. But there is more to my concern about the relationship between economics and accounting than that, troubling as that aspect is. As a relatively rare geek who has some experience in all three disciplines, I am also very worried that economics pays little or no attention to accounting. Accounting is based on double entry. It appreciates that for every action there is a reaction. So a sale eventually results in an increase in cash, for example. And taking a loan might increase cash balances, but accounting also records the fact that the loan must be repaid. By requiring this, the books always balance in accountancy. More importantly, we have to see both sides of any, and indeed every, transaction. Economics does not do that. Most especially, macroeconomics does not do so. It is riddled with completely bogus figures that are posted as single entries in reports issued by the government that are meant to be used as the basis for decision-making and which are totally false, in my opinion. Let me offer two examples. One is that the UK's national debt is overstated by more than £260 billion at present. This It is claimed by the Office for National Statistics is the Bank of England's contribution to the national debt. But when you go to the Bank of England's accounts, there is no such figure on there. It arises solely because the ONS, which makes this number up, and I use the term advisedly, refuses to recognise that the money in question is matched by money owing to... Or prepaid by the Bank of England which means that they account for matching assets. This means that in net terms for national debt accounting purposes there is no net liability owing by the Bank of England at all. However, the Office for National Statistics refuses to recognize those assets. The figure for the national debt is, as a result, overstated by 12.7% in my opinion, or one-eighth as a consequence. And that is a massive misstatement. The Office for National Statistics does the same thing when it comes to gross domestic product or GDP, which measures the UK's national income. This is supposedly £2.35 trillion at present. That's £2,350 billion. But the simple fact is that it isn't. That's because what they never say out loud or draw attention to Is the fact that this figure includes near enough 230 billion that supposedly represents the rent that UK owner occupiers of their own houses pay to themselves to have the right to live in their own properties? Now, the simple fact is that no such sum is ever paid by UK owner occupiers to have the right to live in their own properties. No such payment is made at all. As a result, that number is completely made up. It is a wholly bogus accounting entry made to supposedly make our data more comparable to that of countries like Germany where more people rent. But that does not avoid the fact that in the meantime, we live with a wholly bogus, overinflated figure for income that makes any data based on GDP almost meaningless when that figure is overstated by almost exactly 10%. That is another massive misstatement. What's the result? It seems that economics is corrupting accounting by requiring that bogus figures that finance directors do not recognise be included in the accounts of companies, whilst economics is ignoring accounting, so that figures for national economic performance are as bogus as many financial accounts are right now. What are the lessons to be learned? Well, first, accounting should stop trying to be so clever that no one is capable of being sure what is true let alone fair and second economics needs to be based on proper double entry accounting so that it does actually tell the truth then we might get some decent economic management around until then we're in trouble you cannot manage an economy or a company on the basis of of bogus data. But that is what we're trying to do, and it takes a geek to point it out. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Account. If you did, there's more on the themes addressed here on the Funding the Future blog. You can find that by searching for my name, Richard Murphy, on Google, and I should come out top of any search. Just follow the links to the blog from there. You can also find me on Twitter, at Richard J. Murphy, and on YouTube, also at Richard J. Murphy. If you like what I'm doing, you can donate to my work by clicking on the Buy Me a Coffee logo on my blog. And I hope to talk to you again soon in another edition of The Account, where we talk about the sustainable future that all of us here on Earth need to share in.